Welcome to Hillhurst United Church, the podcast. We're really glad you're here. Whoever you are, wherever you're at, join us on the journey. Good morning. Welcome to worship. It's Palm Sunday. This is an exciting day in the life of the church, and um, I think we have an exciting and worshipful service planned for you and lots of things for you to engage with this time of year. So stand with us as we sing Like a Rock. Like a rock, like a rock, God is under our feet. Like the starry night sky, God is over our head. Like the sun on the horizon, God is ever before. Like a river runs to ocean, our One, two, like a rock, like a rock, God is under our feet, like the starry night sky, God is over our head, like the sun on the horizon, God is ever before, like a river runs to ocean, our home is in God evermore, like a
saying, God is with you. Welcome, everyone, and happy Palm Sunday. What do we say on Palm Sunday? There's one word. Who knows it? Say it again. Hosanna. We're going to be saying that a lot today. My name is Andrea Irwin. I am one of the ministers here at Hillhurst United, and I'm so glad that you're all here to join us today for what is going to be a very different kind of service. You know that ahead of time now. We haven't forgotten anything. Nothing's in the wrong order. It's just going to be a little bit different. You might even hear some words today that are very traditional Palm Sunday words. You've already heard one of them, Lord. You might hear another. The word King might pop up. I am going to encourage you today to listen to the story. We all use different words for God, and I invite you to settle into whatever you are comfortable with, whatever language you are comfortable with, but I invite you above and beyond into a telling of this story. This is a day that we are treating and taking as a bit of a Lenten reprieve. Over the past five weeks, we have been going quite deep into the wilderness. We've had a Lenti Lent. You've heard that before. We have been bringing to this community the fabric of our lives. We have heard the reminder over and over again that we are not alone, even though sometimes we have to go through the wilderness alone. And today, I hope that you can celebrate all that that has meant for you over the past few weeks. This service is primarily led this morning by the children and youth and kids space of Hillhurst United. So please uh, take their invitation and run wild with it. If you didn't get some palms when you were at the front door, I invite you to take some, not just one. This doesn't say Hosanna. This doesn't say Hosanna. It's a bit sad if you ask me. I invite you to take a handful. So if you'd like more at the passing of the peace, Danielle, there you go. That's a Hosanna, Danielle. Give that a wave. There we go. Those are, those are palm fronds. Uh, at the end of today's service, if you've been to a Palm Sunday service here before, sometimes we have the parade in the middle. Mm -mm, we're not going to do that. We are going to end with our parade today. And you, each and every one of you, you online, I hope that you have a piece of the grass that is now all snowed over because it's Calgary uh, with you this morning. So grab whatever you have that you can wave. Uh, if you're on the West Coast, maybe that's a pine branch. If you're here in Calgary, maybe that's a piece of the now snowed over wheat grass. Whatever you might have, please grab that. And at the end of the service, the children and youth are going to lead us in what the parade will look like. And then all of you who are able, who are enthusiastic about this kind of participation, I know that's not all of us, you're going to follow suit. And here's the important part. We're actually going to leave the building. Yes, yes, we're going to go. So this is where accessibility comes into play. We're going to leave the building through those doors, go down the stairs, just a short trip, and up the other stairs and back in. And that is when you may start making conversation with your neighbors because this service has ended. All right? I know that, I know it seems like a lot of instructions. I promise it will all make sense. And if it doesn't, it's what I like to call a glorious gong show. Okay? Perfect. Uh, the only other thing I have to let you know is that at the front, there are paper palms. 
These have an intentional purpose, and if you haven't picked one up yet, that's okay. You can do so at the passing of the peace. This is for you to write your prayers on this Lenten season, this Sunday morning. This will replace our prayers of the community this morning. And when you come in from the parade, you're invited to lay these prayers all along the front of the chancel. So if you'd like to do that, there are pens back there. You can keep it with you if that feels more sacred, um, but you're invited to fill this palm leaf out. I think that's where we're going to leave it for now. Like I said, things are a little different. Nothing's missing. Nothing's missing. I am going to take a moment and invite Bethany, one of our Kids Face leaders, up front to help us light the Christ candle this morning. This uh, candle is being lit today with the familiar words that we've been using over the past uh, handful of weeks to remind ourselves that God is with us in all that we do. However, this is going to be the last time we see this flame until Easter morning. If you join us on Maundy Thursday for the service that's happening at 7 p.m., if you join us on Good Friday for the service that's happening at 10 a.m., you will not see this candle lit. This candle is our sign of hope. It is our reminder of the promise of resurrection, and we are going to celebrate with it on Easter morning. It is always darkest before the dawn, says an anonymous source and also Florence in the machine. But today, Bethany, I invite you to join with us in these familiar words. Once there was someone who said such wonderful things and did such amazing things that people began to follow him one day, they asked him who he was, and he responded, I am the light. Let us just take a moment here to settle. We breathe in God. And we breathe out God. And we remember that God is as close to us as this very air that we breathe. So now I invite us to join in celebration of this Lenten reprieve, this Lenten breath. And I'm going to invite up our children's choir uh, to get us going.
sunshine is here and you can take a break. And that sunshine is proverbial today. Thank you, Children's Choir, for the gift of that piece of music. They only started learning that two weeks ago, I know. Uh, so as you take a moment and get settled in that spirit, the spirit that I hope you bring forward with you, we're going to join our voices together in prayer this morning. So I'm going to invite Sydney up. And we will join together in our centering prayer with the words that are on the screen. They're everywhere. <laughs> God, our, our hope, hope, we have, we have come, come this morning to, to cheer on you. On. We can feel the excitement and the crowds welcoming Jesus in with joy. And we want to join in. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of God. Hosanna in the highest. We pursue our faith with anticipation and nervousness, hope and doubt, fear and fear. Remind us you do not walk this road alone. We rest here in this knowledge, reminding ourselves that this word, Hosanna, just means praise. We share our praise. I invite you to let your hearts be filled with whatever you brought into this space this morning. It could be that fear and nervousness. It could be anticipation. It could be familiarity or longing, joy or grieving, loneliness, or the sense of community. But I invite you to rest in the spirit of Hosanna, the spirit of gratitude, as we sing these words that Jesus taught us. the stories of our faith, we encounter many people trying to make sense of how God is working in their lives. 
in the Jewish books of the Torah, all the way through to the Gospels, we find at the start of our New Testament, there are stories of both hope and hopelessness. And we are reminded that these two things do not exist only one without the other, but they exist together. And in the fullness of this story, the fullness of our lives, we are each loved and each forgiven and each set free. And the words of our Lenten prayer, Lord have mercy, Kyrie eleison, ring through our ears, remembering this means our prayer that God love us. God love us. And we are reminded that God does. May you dare to believe it. Amen. I'm going to invite now Herman up for a very special presentation. Shall I hold this mic for you, Herman? Yes, okay. So um, in the past couple months, the children have been doing the offering for the people in our neighborhood. We would like to offer them warm gloves and clothes so they can have a warm time even though if they are staying outside of the street. And every nickels count. And we made it $100 last <laughs> week. Thank you. Thank you to everyone in Kidspace who has remembered to bring your coins in on Sunday mornings. Look what you did. This is going to go to help some of our neighbors in need. And we thank you very much for this practice and for reminding all of us how important it is that we give whatever we are able when we are able. So one more round of applause for this beautiful gift from our Kidspace. Thank you, Herman. You can pop that up there. You too are invited to make a contribution to this community, to the work of this community. Uh, as you are able, we have um, offering stations at the back, or as always, you can visit hillhurstunited.com. But every week, you hear us say up here that there are so many different ways that you can give. We have heard the gift of music this morning, and you are about to hear another piece that is gifted might I add, as a dedication to our very own Anne Yates LaBerge, because it is her favorite song, her favorite song. That's coming up. Stay tuned, a little teaser for you. But also, uh, we have another gift this morning. We have someone in our midst who has not been with us for a long time, and I would like to please invite Reverend John Pentland, who is trying to be sneaky, up to the front with me. <laughs> a wild day for John to be returning as our lead here at Hillhurst. So uh, instead of giving him a script, which we know he would do excellently with, he would do excellently with, we are instead making John the honorary parade marshal. <laughs> hang on, hang on. John, you have, you have one, one job. Can you handle it? I'm going to need you to hold this. You get the big, you get the big boy. You can, oh, totally, yeah, make a little bouquet, and, and what's the word you have to shout? Hope? Yeah, 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 you got it, yeah, and then rhymes with Anna. Hosanna. Yay! 
Thank you, John. John will be joining us later in the service. Go and enjoy. Go and enjoy. And for all of you who are sitting there being like, wow, I really wish I could go and talk to that guy, you can, because I invite you to please stand and share with one another the passing of the peace.
I am Andrea Irwin here with HUC News for your 9 a.m. briefing live from our studio in Kensington. Here to offer our Treaty 7 land acknowledgement this Sunday is the Hillhurst United Kids Space. And you know the drill for all you viewers at home. Let us know in the chat box where you are joining us from today. You can contribute in that space or by using our hashtag, hashtag Hillhurst United. Over to you, Kids Space. Today we have knowledge over Treaty 7 Friends, where the Blackfoot meets at elbows bend. Soon came the Tatina from the Beaver Clan, and the Iskia Nakoda from the Mountain Land. Last but not least, maybe people from Region 3. Together, we're all treaty people in Calgary. Thank you, Kidspace, for this reminder of the importance of knowing where we reside and reminding us of the work we have to do in order to do so peacefully with all of our relations. Here now to celebrate the diversity of who we are as a community when we come together is Peter Kelsch. Hi, friends. My name is Peter, and I'm a member of Hillhurst United Church and have been since 2014. There's a banner outside of our church that reads, whoever you are, wherever you're at, join us on the journey. And we mean that. Whatever your gender identity or expression, whatever your sexual orientation, whatever your ethnicity or economic status, whatever you believe, 
You are a valued part of this community, and we are proud to know you. Hillhurst United Church has been an affirming community of faith since 2008, and this year marks the 15th anniversary of this courageous choice to live into the meaning of Pi, to be public, intentional, and explicit around how we welcome everybody. Thanks, Peter. Great to see you this morning. We are indeed a community of people who celebrate what it means to come together as who God made us to be. I'd like now to hand us over to our local news correspondent, Anne Yates LaBerge, down in Kensington for a quick what's going on. What's going on, Anne? Good morning, Hillhurst. This is my news voice. We have three announcements. One is that we are having an Easter service out at Inglewood Riverside Fire Pit at 6.45 on Sunday, 9.05 and 10.45 right here in our studio. I mean, sanctuary. And that's all. Back to you, Andrea. Thank you, and as always, there is plenty to keep you busy this week in the areas of hospitality, spirituality, social justice, and risk. And now we bring you the story of the day, maybe even the story of the millennium. Crowds are gathering in droves on the streets of Jerusalem as a man who some people call a prophet enters the city on what we have on good authority is a donkey. He is traveling with a small group of men and women who look absolutely shell-shocked, and the crowds are going wild. Here to report live from the scene from HUC International Correspondent is Elijah Gunter. Elijah, what's going on down there? Well, Andrea, as you said, the city is currently witnessing the arrival of a man who some say is a prophet, some say is a miracle worker, and others say is the Son of God. This weekend marks the Jewish festival of the Passover, and so the crowds are pouring into the city, and this man is making everyone quite excited. Let's check in with the crowds. Tell me, Rachel, what's going on out there? It's the Son of David. At least that's what people are saying. They're saying this man named Jesus has come to save the world. I'm here with my friend who says he has a message from God that everyone is loved, even the poor, even the ones who break the law, even the sick. They, they say he raised a man from the dead just last week. He sounds like a radical. I want to be part of it. Feels pretty radical out here. Young and old, rich and poor, all different genders, everyone gathered together. Back to you, Andrea. Wow, thanks, Elijah. It sounds exciting, that's for sure. I've just gotten word, however, that not everyone in the crowd seems to be there as a supporter. It sounds like this might be causing a bit of a political disturbance in the streets of Jerusalem. Elijah, are you all right? Can you tell us a bit about the anxiety that you are sensing in the crowd as you're down there today? That's right, Andrea. People here are not only excited, they're nervous. Here with me is Gregory. Gregory, what's going on for you here today? I'm feeling a little afraid. It's a giant crowd, and I've heard people say awful things about this man. They say he's a liar. They say he's going against the law. They say he's disturbing the peace, and I've never met him before, and I don't think we need that right now in this city. 
you can hear, it's not all good news here. This man, Jesus, is making people nervous. We're going to try and get closer. Back to you. It sounds to me exactly like what the prophet Isaiah proclaimed Elijah. He said he was despised and rejected by others. But I'm sure that that's not the whole story. Have you managed to get any closer down there? We've heard, we've heard that this man travels with a group of followers, as they're calling themselves, some men and some women who learn from him as a rabbi. Is this true? Yes, I'm here with one of the people traveling with the man, Jesus. He calls himself a disciple. Peter, you say you're here to what? I'm here to tell everyone that Jesus is coming. He is humble and entering the city on the back of a donkey. He doesn't ride like a king would, even though some call him a king. But instead, he rides just like you and me into the city of Jerusalem for the Passover. He's here to preach justice for the poor and the oppressed and the marginalized. He's here to make known the, a new kind of world, one of peace, inclusivity, generosity, compassion, and love. I have followed him all over this land with a small group of others, and I will continue to follow him to the end of my days. Lay down your cloaks, everyone. Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven.
Kid, who is the ruler of northern and eastern provinces of the region. He is the closest thing to an Israel-like king. Judea's governor Pontius Pilate has temporarily moved his seat of government from Caesarea for the holy days in hopes that his presence will discourage any reoccurrence of last month's uprising in which at least one Roman was killed. Elijah, what can you tell us about the political climate right now on the streets of Jerusalem? Yeah, Andrea, I'm here with one of the Pilate's officials. Sir? Uh, I mean, ma'am? <laughs> Well, you know, we have a man set to be executed for a crime of the Roman murder that took place here last month in two days. And I dare say you, with all this activity with Pontus, it's not going to be happy. We're doing our best to, to have crowd control here. And well, hey, keep it down. Keep it down. Keep it down. As well as keeping our ear out for anything that may condemn this man, Jesus, king of, king of the Jews, blasphemy. Hey, I said keep it down. Well, it certainly sounds like a complicated situation. We have been told that the group is expected to celebrate the Passover meal somewhere in town tomorrow, but the place is being kept secret. The Galileans are at odds with the Pharisees and other religious authorities who have offered a reward for anyone able to deliver Jesus into their hands. It sounds bold to me that he is entering the city at all. Elijah, I'll see you down there shortly. The sense of fear here. The sense of fear here is more than real here for some than others. I have just stumbled across the mother of the man himself. Mary, what can you tell us about this situation today? Well, as you might imagine, there is some nervousness around my son's entrance into the city. The crowds are bigger than anyone imagined, and the chanting is hard to hear. Are they mocking or are they celebrating? But I know my son, and I know if he feels this is where he is called to be, that he is in the right place. He has the voice of a prophet, you know. He is declaring hope where others have declared hopelessness. He has come to change the world, and I believe this is only just the beginning. Wow, a striking testimony from a woman who some are calling the mother of God. Back to you, Andrea. The streets of Jerusalem are filled with mixed experiences of this Jesus, but it is safe to say that it is certainly more of a celebration than anything this city has seen in a little while. Cloaks have been thrown down on the road to make way for this strange man who claims to have come to set us free. If you listen closely, you can hear Hosanna being shouted by all ages, all genders, even some of the people who follow totally different religious traditions. Can you hear it? If this is a glimpse of what is to come, we are in for a new kind of world. Just moments ago, someone told me they heard him preaching down by the Gennesaret that the last shall be first and the first shall be last. And I don't know that I understand what that means, but I think I like it a little more than what I've experienced as of late. It looks like Jesus, it looks like Jesus is making his way. Here's his disciple, Peter, with us now. Friends, behold the light of the world. Let us follow this light. Let us follow this light out into 
the world. Let us follow this light wherever it might lead us. Let us follow this light with all of our own stories and see what it might have to teach us. Let us sing.
lining the pathway along the front of the chancel. And as you go out into the world, go with the grace of this mysterious Jesus accompanying you, the love of God walking with you and surrounding you, and the presence of the wild and Holy Spirit tending to you in all that you do. Go in peace. Hosanna! Thanks so much for tuning in to Hillhurst United Church, the podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode and are thinking about someone who might enjoy it too, we invite you to send it their way and help the podcast grow. We're really glad you're here and we'd love to know what you thought about today's sermon. Leave us a review in iTunes or send us an email at communications at hillhurstunited.com. We'd love to hear from you.